shit don't feel as good as it look. I'ma keep it real with you. I'm straight though. The street shit made me what I am today, niggas. Nah, I went so hard for this shit. I deserve this shit, nigga. Ah, but you coming, nigga? This ain't my story about rags to riches, more about how I mastered physics In a game I used to train like Rocky, catching chickens I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rapper business I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million Come easy, no good, don't be surprised I'll last these niggas It's like they put out a smash, then they gone in a flash, admit it And then they make tracks and distance like that's gonna add up the digits They showing fake racks and pictures like that's gonna attract the pictures That was really me, nigga, I ain't have to act and conflict it Only difference is I'm living, and I would have whack one of them niggas who knew that after drug dealing I still be casual spending mil plus annual income so here's my manual and some and this east side shit still in me my ability to turn words to imagery probably the reason they can't remember me that Tanner talk is popping man shout out to Buffalo man uh, I guess I guess you know why why we starting with with Benny the Butcher then mm-hmm 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 man they got a real bad snowstorm up there man mm-hmm very bad snowstorm, man. Some people, uh, you know, may have lost. Some people definitely did lose their lives because of that snowstorm, and it was crazy. I know people got uh, relatives, friends, and family, uh, you know, cousins, brothers, whoever, sisters going to school up there. Like, not a good situation. My niece, my youngest niece, goes to school out there. I'm glad that she's here because um, she came down for the holidays right before all that craziness. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm, I'm. I'm very happy that she's she's here and she's not going back to the end of the month because that's that's really crazy. Yeah, thoughts and prayers up there. Everybody dealing with that that weather up there, and obviously, uh, we saw something on, on Monday Night Football that we had never seen before. Mm-hmm. So this is a yeah. lot going on. Like I said, in the city of Buffalo, man, thoughts and prayers to Demar Hamlin and his family. And the whole Bills organization, because there's a lot of dudes out there that's affected by what we saw Monday, man. Just a crazy scene. It it, it was uh, it was different, you know what I mean. For for us to see somebody, you know, contact sport, of course, you go in there and whatever transpires, he gets up and he collapses. Um, I know myself personally. I had a cousin that passed away. You know, his heart stopped. Uh, a few other people I went to school with, like just randomly, their heart stopped. And it's just crazy how that can, you know, it happens sometimes, you know, like you would, you know, you more or less think certain things about, I guess you're going to hurt yourself in other ways playing football, right? Never that your heart is going to stop or whatever. Um, he had to be resuscitated twice. So it, it, it was a, it was a really crazy situation, even with the reports. Like I think Joe Buck had a situation. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead, but yeah, like what is your, what did y'all see and how we all feeling? Um, it was it was a, a an intense um situation to actually see, you know. Like I said, we've seen you know we've we've seen you know crazy you know uh, tackles and stuff. Um, you know the the the, the uh, gurney right. The gurney has to come out and you know sometimes take them out. But we've never seen an ambulance on the field. We've never seen actual you know, life resuscitation for as long as that went on live during a, a, a game, you know, and I was just thinking about, you know, how his, how his family, you know, how his family is feeling. And, you know, I was, I was, 
happy to see that his mom was at least there because they weren't even playing at home. They were they were at an away game. So at least, you know, his mother was at that game so that way he had some type of family member to be there with him, you know? Um and and you know not be so far away and have to kind of fly in and, and do that whole deal. Um, and then I felt bad for the players. You know, you see the emotion and you know the people, the, the his his teammates crying, and it was just it was it was. I mean, we I watched my boyfriend and I watched we watched you know the whole we we watched it, and even the commentary after just to see you know what the status was and how he was doing and until you know you know we we couldn't see it anymore because it went you know to espn or whatever the case is but it was just a crazy 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 situation um you know he's still in critical condition but they say he is getting better um and you know it, it goes back to the, the topic we were having about you know you're never too young for anything to happen to you, right? Because he's 24 years old. 24, I believe he was 20. He's 24 years old, you know? Yep, 24 and years old. And to have, you know, your heart basically stop in the middle of a game while you're playing, you think he's an athlete. He's, you know, healthy as far as, as we're concerned because you're playing a contact sport. So, you know, you have to be in some kind of health. You're working out and all of that. And it's just, you know, it's it's just sad and heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I think the situation. That yeah, that day was um it was scary. It was uh like a high level of confusion. Cause as Bree mentioned, like I was watching the game, you see the medical staff start to come out, and I think in a way, you know, in a, and it's fucked up too. We've kind of become trained to think like, oh, that's probably a concussion. You know what I'm saying? Cause we see it so often. And then I remember telling Trip because I, I had called him. What threw me off about it was like they went to commercial, they came back, and then you saw everybody crying, like Bree said. So then that's when I was like, nah, this is something different. It fucked you up, right? It was different. Yeah. I, I mean, when I saw that, that's when I knew it was something different because, like, these were like grown men crying hysterically that could not be, like, consoled. Yeah. So that's when I already knew something was off. And then I'll never forget these words because I've never heard another announcement said i've watched a lot of football i watch a lot of sports joe buck said and it's not his fault because he's reacting in a moment he said they're working on him and it doesn't look good yeah and when he said that that's i remember calling trip like bro is is he dying because they've never used terminology like they're working on him and it doesn't look good that's, that's like, like some shit on the street somewhere with yeah, some shit like, like now and yeah. you know what i'm saying and you trying to figure it out or whatever so, like not on the football field yeah on, on that and at that point and at that point, I had seen the replay. They stopped showing it shortly after that. But up to that point, I had seen the replay. And the way he originally reacted, like I said, it it, it looked maybe it was a concussion because he he did stand up and he wobbled and fell over. But then when I watched it again, I'm like, it was no helmet to helmet contact. And um, like Bree said, it it, it is it was a in a bad way, but a very unique situation because we've never seen anybody have to get CPR on the field. Um, if they never have to really bring an ambulance onto the field. They brought air cast on, they bring medical staff, but it's never to the point where you need an ambulance to be on the field. So that in itself was unique. I had to like try to go back and find something similar to it. Cause I was like, yo, this is, it is truly a one of, a one of one. 
Then I heard a doctor say something on Max Kellerman's show, and uh, I had to look it up. So it's not official. So I don't want to. I don't want to speak on this until they they throw it out there that it's official. That's what it is. But the doctor was stating that it's a very rare situation. It's like one in two hundred million that it could ever happen. But there is a possibility. He was the doctor was saying that a blow to the chest, if it's if it's timed up perfectly with your heartbeat, can actually cause cardiac arrest. And they referenced this shit actually happened to a high school kid like 10 years ago. Okay. And like I said, it's 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 super rare because that's why we never hear about it. Because the timing has to be so, you know, in this case, perfect for lack of a better word. But the doctor was saying that that's possibly what could have happened because DeMar has no history of, of a heart condition or any health issues for him to just suddenly go into cardiac arrest. And obviously until doctors confirm that, I can only just go off of what that other doctor was, was trying to explain. But nonetheless, man, super confusing super scary um like Bree said I'm, I'm in a way i am glad that his mother was there not because she had to witness that but at least someone was there for him at that time um and someone could be there for him because i can only imagine what that trip would have been like for his mother trying to get to cincinnati not knowing what's going on with her son and you know only only going off the report you're hearing um i think the nfl did a pretty decent job considering again it's, there's no manual for this bro there ain't no no blueprint that says this is how you handle cardiac arrest on the football field. Um, they handled it to the best of their ability. Um, I I think, you know, both teams did the right thing by coming off the field and, and the league just postponing and ultimately canceling that game, man. But hopefully, you know, he gets a speedy recovery. Like Bree said, they, the oxygen, oxygen levels are, are increasing and he's slowly starting to show progression. But. I don't I don't even know what to make of it, man. He's 24 years old, bro. Like your your career and your your livelihood might be over at 24 years old, only two years into your career. Those things are important, man. Cause pe like shit, like and it sounds crazy to even this, to say this is extreme, but I think like the other other spectrum of it is like people being paralyzed, right? Because we've seen people be paralyzed on the field, but we've never seen anybody like their heart just stop. Like at least like when people are on the ground. What are you thinking? Let's see if their hand moves. Let's see if they do something to kind of like let us know that they're fine. And it, and, it, and it got to a state to where we didn't see any of that. Like it should have everybody distraught everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the players that they was down there on the field crying. They came back from the break. Like everybody, nobody just knew what was going on, man. Yeah. So like it, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like, but I, I think uh, Booger McFarlane, like he, he just kept, he just kind of didn't have anything to say. And you seen that, like you know, everybody else that was on that uh, cast, they kind of had to like kind of fill in the blanks, so to speak. You know, kind of fill in the blanks because he just had nothing to say. And I was like, Yo, that's crazy. And these, and these are guys that talk for a living. You know what I'm saying? They talk about the sport that they play. And, and for you to be kind of wild by something like that, that, that speaks, that speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's a, it's a unique situation. I mean, Booger McFarlane has been a part of the football in some capacity for over thirty years, you know, as a player and now as a commentator. Um, um, Adam Schefter, who was with him on a, on a podium that night, this is a dude who's been covering the sport for over thirty years, and he was almost in tears saying to himself, "Like I've never, I've never seen this. I I've never seen somebody experience this." And yo, there's so many layers to the story, man. Like um, T Higgins, the player who he tackled. T. Higgins and DeMar Hamlin actually built a relationship this offseason because he worked a, a youth camp with DeMar Hamlin. Mm. So imagine the trauma he's feeling knowing that, like, yo, I was involved in this play that potentially could have ended his life. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know, you, you hear things like like what, what uh, Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach said. He's known DeMar Hamlin since he was 12 years old because DeMar Hamlin's from Pittsburgh, and he's seen him come up through the high school ranks and college ranks. And he's like, yo, this is a young man that I've known for more than half his life, man. You know, and, and the community work that DeMar Hamlin does, that, the way people have spoken about DeMar Hamlin, I think, is is a tribute to, to the quality of person he was. If you didn't know him before this, you definitely know him now because this is somebody who started a toy drive when he was still in college, bro. Mm -hmm. When he didn't even have the resources, he, he was still already giving back to his community, you know, before he even made it to the league. So it speaks to who he is. And I think that's why you're seeing the reaction from so many people who are reaching out and expressing their love for him because this was somebody who was really a stand-up dude and really solid within his community. Uh, that's a fact. He, he definitely affected a lot of people. I seen Mike Tomlin was talking about him because they have had a relationship uh, for for a very long time. You know, seeing Stephon Diggs, you could tell he was going through it uh, just at the hospital, just pacing, uh, pacing back and forth, you know, because it, it's crazy. Like you said, this is something that we've never seen before. And... You know, I'm just glad that the N. I mean, the NFL didn't have much of a choice in the situation, realistically. But I'm glad that they got it right and they and they canceled, uh, canceled that game because I don't think any of those guys, you know, on, on either team would have been able to really go out and play that game the way the way it should be. You know, it should be played just because, you know, at the end of the day, the NFL is, is still a brotherhood. You know, even though you know we're gonna play each other all the time. But at the end of the day, you know, we still look after our own. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that we saw here, which I love. You had the Bengals and the and the Bills players together praying. You had Bengals fans and Buffalo Bills fans together praying in the stands, playing in, in, in the street, you know, praying outside of the hospital. So everybody's kind of come together. Um, I'm glad that I have been hearing as of late he's starting to, to, to get better. Um, the last couple of reports I've heard is that he's, he's starting to improve his condition. He's, he's still in uh, critical, but his, uh, his, you know, he's, he's definitely been improving little by little. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, just want to definitely send my prayers out to his, his family because, you know, I don't know, I don't know which would have been worse to be there in the stands or to be at home and you're watching that on, on, on television. You know, I, I can't. I can imagine. You know what his family is going through right now. So I just want to send send love out and um and prayers up for Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I agree, man. Thoughts and prayers, and you know, we wishing him a, a recovery, a speedy recovery at that. But nonetheless, just a recovery. Definitely. Yo, so uh, we, uh, I guess a pivot from it. You know, sports reference. Um, that the, the skipping um Shannon situation, man, it got real spicy on set. Um, a lot of people didn't like what Skip uh, had to say. He said it was real insensitive, and um, kind of seemed like it came uh, pause that came ahead uh, on set. Now, Skip is the the guy who made the comment. The, the broadcast announcer who made the comment about this is a. a, a a playoff game and how important this is and why why did they stop the game is, yeah. is that is well, I, am i right no so technically the, and like this that, is like yeah this is but this this is what happens with social media right in the context of what he said he goes and i'm paraphrasing he goes this is a very important game 
I don't know how the NFL could not continue it. But he also goes, but at also at this time dealing with what's happening with Demar Hamlin, that becomes irrelevant. So his wording was terrible. He was he was, was basically trying to ridiculous. yeah. He was just trying to say I don't I don't know. He basically in short form was trying to say I don't know what the league should do here because this game is of high significance, but you're dealing with something bigger than the game with with this young man, you know, fighting for his life. But when you're already not well liked when you have a history of of being out of pocket with your comments people are going to jump on you and that's what happened in this situation um but skip bayless he's been cruising for a bruising for a little bit and <laughs> nah because nah he been he, he been disrespectful to shannon sharp because they had that remember that that little um that that clip that went viral two weeks ago right before christmas where he tried to discredit shannon sharp's resume you know shannon sharp is a motherfucking hall of fame tight end with two super bowl rings and skip bayless was a guy who can't even play high school basketball. So you, you can never discredit what Shannon Sharp has done for the game of football or sports in general. He is a fucking legend. So this is just, you know, this compounds on top of that other bullshit that you did last time. And uh, the crazy shit was Matt Barnes today. Shout out to Matt Barnes from All The Smoke. He said he know two people personally who have reached out to him that was ready to put hands on Skip. And he had to reach out to Shannon Sharp like, yo, we got to mediate this because these is people really trying to see him. This like I remember what happened to Charlemagne when they got him on that video, right? Where he didn't want to get a drop. Let me get a drop. It, it, was, it was about to be the same shit for Skip Bayless if they would have caught him outside the Fox studio. So you know, I know, like, the, I know the backstory on that on that. I know the real story what happened with that too, but we can't talk about that on that. Mm. Well, Trip, I heard I, you know what I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not even gonna put it out there like that. I'm not even gonna say. There was rumors that Trip was the cameraman, but I didn't want to really throw it out there like that. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> allegedly. Skip's, Skip's, allegedly, Skip's a fucking allegedly. clown. Yeah, Skip's a fucking clown for that, man. He Then when, when Shannon tried to talk today, he trying to talk over Shannon. He didn't want to give him an opportunity to say his piece. He's a fucking clown, man. Yeah, I feel like it was very out of line and insensitive in whatever context, whatever, however you meant it you you know somebody's life is on the line and i wonder um it's hard it, i wonder and also it's hard not to um not to wonder if it was um someone of 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 you know his race if he would still be making that same comment and i don't always want to bring it there but you know you, like it makes you wonder you know, like if it was, you know, somebody else that wasn't, you know, a black player, you know, black football player, would he have that same type of energy? And and maybe he would, you know, maybe, maybe he would, but, you know, especially someone like him with his, you know, with his rapport. <laughs> yeah, he, he talked crazy about Chris Bosh back in the day with the, with the Bosh spy stuff. Like he... You know, Jalen Rose came at his neck and shit. Like, so we we see this shit happen continuously. Like, we was talking about this shit earlier, right? Every, it was like, yo, my man, he feel away. He's in his bag. Like, he wants to be the man. No, absolutely. Yeah, he does. But I think, I think Skip, Skip is the is the prime example of like, I think Skip is the poster boy for what we see on social media, right? You got a lot of motherfuckers who never played a day in their life, who think because they they watch enough of the sport that they know how to tell somebody how to do it but not only that but then they think they credible enough to tell you you trash like 
And that's one of the things that when Tripp and I, we talk sports, we always say that, like, I never want to attack the, the player personally. I'm just attacking the performance. If you play bad, I'm like, yo, you shit the bed. I'm going to call it what it is. Now, I'm not going to say you trash because you playing at a level that obviously I can never get to. I can never attain that level of success. So who am I to say you trash? I could critique that one particular performance. I'm like, yo, he played bad. He didn't show up that night. But Skip takes it to another level, like you said, with the calling Chris Bosh, Bosh Bice, uh, you know, shit like that. The, he takes personal attacks at LeBron. He takes personal attacks at, at a lot of players in the NFL. And it's like, Skip, you never, you couldn't even play high school ball, bro. So how, how do you feel so entitled and comfortable to go at dudes who are playing at the highest level and performing at the highest level? We're not talking about some dude who's the, the last man on the bench who barely plays. You're trying to go at superstar players and then trying to make it seem as if they're not credible for that title. Like, he on that LeBron so much that it's, it's stupid at this point. Like, what are you criticizing? That's they. Well, but I'm just saying, like, what, he's, is, he's what made, are you realistically he, criticizing? He's made his career off of criticizing uh, these superstar athletes because now he becomes attached to their name. Um, you know, especially, like, you know, with a LeBron, where it's like, yo, you've been getting that LeBron for 10, 15 years now. And the reality of it is, it's like, bro, you like you do realize, you know, that LeBron is is pretty much recognized as the second greatest NBA player of all time, and it's been that way, you know, for some time now. So it's like there's not really much you can say, but the the fact that you continue to get at this man, you critique his sons playing basketball, you know, and then on the flip side to that. You'll sit up here and dick ride Tom Brady and Tim Tebow until the fucking wheels fall off. You'll dick ride Kawhi Leonard until the and and it'll be times where it'll be like like LeBron or LeBron. Let's just say LeBron is playing the Warriors tonight and they beat the Warriors by five. LeBron got forty five, ten, and, and nine, but he missed uh, two free throws in the fourth quarter. Then the next night on the back to back, the Clippers will play the Warriors. Kawhi Leonard will have the same stat, exact stat line, and he's praising Kawhi Leonard like, you know, he's the best thing since sliced bread. So, you know, he's just, a lot of times he's very unbiased, but I get it. He's doing it for clout. You know, he did kind of start this whole sports talk, uh, you know, television. You know, so I get it. But at, at some point it's like, yo, somebody going to slap the shit out you, bro. And it's probably going to be bro. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, let, I mean, well, he, I wouldn't say he, he started the debate style. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because obviously ESPN has been around for 40 plus years. Yeah, but the debate. Right, right. What we see now in the formula that is copied by Dan at every platform is a creation of Skip Bayless. That goes without saying. Well, it should be said because there's some people that don't realize He's that. MC? He did MC? Yeah. He, he did in that, that. In that regard. But God MC. We, we give him credit for the idea. We don't give him credit for the execution, though, because the execution of the plan hasn't worked out because in this same uh, platform or, or space that we're talking about in terms of sports debate, no one recognizes him as the top guy. Everyone, damn near anybody walking the streets will know who Stephen A. Smith is. Stephen A. Smith has has parlayed sports debate into being a household name and into being you know a, a, a super celebrity. He's an A-list celebrity at this point. The motherfucker's doing... Soap operas, trippy watching them on soap operas and shit all so, the time. It's, it's always right. his counterparts that get those 
praises from the public. Stephen A had it, it on it, ESPN, and now Shannon Sharp has it on on, on FS1. Right. I, I think, I, and I don't think it's just his counterparts, even though those are two great examples. I think it's just that the people who have called out his bullshit, but they've bought into the other personalities. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you see other personalities because like right now, for example, uh, Mad Dog, who made a name for himself on New York Sports Radio, right? He's he's basically doing the Skip Bayless imitation on ESPN, but people love more from him because it's genuine. This is who he's always been. On New York radio for 40 plus years, this is who he, he's always been, a loud mouth, you know, debating sports. Yeah. Skip Bayless, like you said, Trip comes across as a phony because it's like, how in one regard can you criticize a player and then another player can do the exact same thing, but you would praise him? Yeah. Like, how how are you sitting here debating, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes' place in history when you yourself have praised Tim Tebow? Like, how, how are we even doing that? You lose all credibility with people. How are you discrediting everything LeBron's ever done but then on the flip side, you'll sit here and praise Kawhi, and Kawhi hasn't done half the shit that LeBron has done. Yeah. So you lose credibility. He likes who he likes. That's it. We don't care about him no more. We ain't going to talk about him no more. He's going to get snuffed outside the studio. He keep playing around. Somebody going to duff him up. They're going to hit him with the, like, yo, why you playing? Why you playing? What you said? What you said? What you said? What you said? They're going to be chasing him around the car like D-Day. Mm-hmm. What you said? Tie, tie, tie up them Jordans now. Let's see what you do. What you said? Come here. I don't think I don't, think, I don't think Skip got hands. People. I feel bad. Uh, for, I don't think Skip got hands, so I feel bad if one of these dudes do catch him, you know, just on a humble and it get to that point, I, you know, I think it's going to be bad uh, for Skip Bayless. I don't think a lot of people would be cool off the humble, though. Some people would really be like, what you mean? Like, No, no, I'm talking about as far as, he'll, he, you know, he'll get knocked out because he ain't got no hand skills. He gonna get spun. Yeah, they gonna be. He, he decided that they gonna be slapping up and grabbing him by the back of his neck on camera, like. Yeah. <laughs> Say yeah, that again, Skip. Open, open, skip. open neck and slap him on the back of the neck. Yep. Right. Come here. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Word. What was that shit you were saying? You call me Westbrook. Okay. Call me Westbrook one more time, motherfucker. And, and then you gotta talk to them real, like calmly. Like, come here. You had a good day. <laughs> oh, okay. Nah, Westbrook, if Westbrook catch him, it is going to be a problem. I already know that's going to happen. He real aggressive with it. He YG, YG energy. It ain't going to be a pretty sight, i tell you that. Mm-mm. Yeah, because he be talking too crazy. It's like, yo, bro, you got to relax. Because you know, like, see, the, the thing about Skip Bayless is, is that he's protected. And he mm-hmm. understands that he's protected. And it's like 99 out of 100 times, a athlete is not going to throw their career away <laughs> for beating uh, Skip Bayless' ass. But you're going to have that one that don't give a fuck, and you caught him on the right day at the right time, and he will slap the shit out your bitch ass because you've been talking crazy for weeks, fucking up niggas' brands, you know, fucking up shit that they got going on, new money and whatnot, because, you know, like him or, or, or hate him, Skip Bayless has a a, a huge following, still. Yeah. So he is somebody. If I'm if, if I'm implanting the seed, oh this person's trash. He's trash. He's trash. He's trash. You got a lot of people that's going that's going to start following into that and 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 riding his in coattails because he is somebody a personality that is liked by a lot of people. He has a, a big he, fan base. He like Jason Whitlock. Nah, Jason Woodlock is, you know what, so you almost made me going right there, Sean. I, I'm not going to, I said I wasn't going to call nobody, uh, uh, I'm going to just say a UT. 
he he on the Soldier Boy list though. Jason Woodlock on the Soldier Boy list. He is. Oh yeah, he, he on the Soldier Boy list. Yeah, but no, no, nah, nah, but like I said, Skip Bayless is the is the poster child. He he is the the you know what I'm saying the CEO of Twitter in terms of like he's the prime example of somebody who can talk shit, never did shit, but can talk shit and then feel like I I, I can just say whatever I want. It's just like cats on Twitter who don't know shit, but they'll talk about it as if they know. That's why the clip of Jalen Rose embarrassing Skip Bayless on TV will never get old for me. Ever like when. When Jalen Rose pulled out his high school stats and was like, you averaged 1.2 points on the JV basketball team, that's gold. Yeah. That's gold right there. That's 50 Cent Patty. That yeah. is. And then, and then Skip tried to justify it. Like, well, the coach didn't like me. No, nigga, you was on JV. Yeah. You was on JV. As a senior. Yo, As it, was a senior. A guy, it was a guy I played football with in high school. His name was Wayne Corbett. I'm, I'm mad I'm saying his name, but he probably ain't going to listen, so it's cool. Not Wayne Corbett. First that from the Jets. and last yes. name. You just so, that went to the Jets? How you just have Wayne Corbett name? Yo, so listen, he played That's at Melody wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was that went to the Jets? No, 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 no. Somebody else. <laughs> that just happened to have the <laughs> same name. His last name, but his first name was Wayne. Anyways, Wayne was motherfucking a senior and played junior varsity and got hurt in the last game, dog, his senior year. <laughs> And he wrestled and he was horrible and everything, but he got hard though. So he got he injured. Hard. He was a senior on JV, got injured the last game of the year, and they used that as an excuse talking about I was I was supposed to go D1. Uh, I had some offers. I ain't gonna say all that, but he definitely like nah, nah. Nah, he you know be dudes like that. You know it'd be dudes yeah. that be fronting, that be telling people, yo, you know, I had a couple offers. And then when you bump into somebody who know them, like motherfucker ain't had no offers. It was a dude named Luther Funchins. I'm, I'm, you know what? We drinking tonight. Fuck it. We're gonna do it. <laughs> right? We still in the holiday season. Fuck it. Happy 2023, nigga. Jordan year. <laughs> this one we get lit. But anyways, make sure y'all check out our economics episode. But yeah, man, this motherfucker said he had a scholarship to UNC, UNC Chapel Hill and Duke. Then he later told somebody else he had a scholarship to Florida State and Miami. Would you believe this man wasn't good even at intramural sports? Motherfuckers be lying, bro. Yeah, motherfuckers be lying. That is a fact. Them type of motherfuckers be out here lying, totally telling yeah. you. Yeah, I could been, you know, whatever, whatever. That's why I had yeah. to show you my, my, my tennis trophy, Sean, because you, you you thought I was just out here, here capping. Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. Eric, you seen the See, trophies. I showed you all the trophies. No, no, I, I, no, 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 no. I, I can vouch, yes. You, you was out there. You <laughs> Trip Agassi, we know you was out there. Trip <laughs> Agassi, he had the backhand, he had the strong serve. He was out there, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. <sighs> nah, that's how Trip. the woman do it. That's a, that's the Trip, ladies. Trip ain't slick that. though. He was trying, he was trying to finesse his, his tennis into a polo deal. He was trying to get a polo sponsorship. <laughs> to a that's where the polo hats come from. Polo hats. That's there. what it was. I was he outside from way back. Bro, I was outside Trip, from way back. Trip said we ain't we ain't about to sign for no bullshit. It's, it's Ralph for nothing. It's Ralph for nothing. <laughs> Question for you: You ever like this and like you ever played? So I played tennis with a girl before just because I liked it. I was like, you know, you ever did some shit like that? Like you ever try to play basketball and she try to play for your heart? No, I never played basketball for for my heart or for anybody else's heart. For that, first of all, I can't play basketball with a female. Why? Because of je- like. It's gonna be it's, it's too it's too sexual playing basketball with a with a female, so I can't do you it. You want freaky time, man? <laughs> you want freaky Hold time? Hold on, because if she, right, so if she if she posting you up in the paint, then what you go supposed to do? 
I'm gonna play it like a, I'm gonna play gotta, it for real. You gotta you stand mean? your ground. You gotta stand yeah. your ground. Let her back you down. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's gonna back me down, and then yeah, we going somewhere right. after that. Nah, I mean, I mean, I never... is she backing me down, Bree? I can't take her home. Yo, that's the best. I that's mean, the best if, reason if, to do it, though. If this is like love and basketball type of shit, like if you want some love and basketball type of time, because think then about I it, see where you going with it. And she got but a fatty, like, and she got the shorts on, and the, and the, and the booty is fat, and she putting the booty scenario. all up on you, like she's posting you up, and the booty is high and low and high and low. What's right? The problem, trip. That, I still ain't seen the problem. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm saying. I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm wrong for taking her home after that. Listen, you nah, gonna take this game serious, oh, okay. but later on you reconcile. Yeah, then it'd be that's like Cameron and in, in, um killer season, offensive on yeah. me. And then you just take it home. <laughs> there you go. Listen, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Before I hurt my back, I, I was nice. I was playing serious basketball. So if Shorty want to play, we could play. But in terms of the question, Sean was saying. I ain't gonna front one time for intramurals. I did play volleyball for because the shorty was playing volleyball. See, I ain't gonna front. I was out see? there. A lot of a lot of high fives and ass slaps. Yeah, girl, I see you out here. <laughs> Double high five, baby. Did you set them uh, up? Did you set them up? Did you set them up? Yeah, yeah. Set them up for the for the kill. Like, I got you. I got you right here. Bang. Getting digs and all. That's our plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but act like y'all know about some volleyball and shit. Listen, yeah, sometimes you, like, you hey. do shit like that, man. Listen. Some you know I've been to church with a chick before you know but it is what it is. Things we did for love. Yeah, man, or, or maybe some cutty, but yeah. Yeah, cause I don't thing. know. I don't know if it was all for love. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of that was was you know for other reasons. I, I don't want to yeah. say I don't want to say it in front of Bree because the baby's you know in this. So, so when you were younger, when you were younger, you didn't know the difference. They was one and the same when you were younger. Listen, oh no, that's and, a fact. And real talk, the baby on the podcast too. The baby in, in the group chat like us, so it's all fine. Facts. <laughs> it is a okay. Yo, y'all seen? Um, I, so some of our counterparts have been um, eating Christmas trees, and they said they have health benefits. Wait, what? This right, is part what? of the show where you give us a random a random article. <laughs> We've reached that point already. I mean, why not? They they got to be talking about real Christmas trees though, right? Not so yeah. So so our counterparts have, you know, felt. When, when you say uh, our counterparts, are you referring to Caucasians or other podcast hosts? Uh, <laughs> Which one are you referring to? He's referring to Skip Bayless, the Caucasoid. The Caucasoids? Okay, go ahead, continue. Um yeah, so you know, people are continually to find ways to recycle things um can give back to themselves of course you gotta have your your green intake you need your water you need these things you know in your life mm-hmm. they've decided to not get rid of those trees you know what i'm saying and eat them but like how I'm, like are they are they boiling them in some water and drinking making a tea out of it like that's nasty like even think about the pine smell that's nasty i don't even like the smell of pine spray i like pine spray okay so when it comes to a real tree i like i like the smell of a real tree right but like if it's like a fake pine like a like a candle i'm not into that okay if it's like a pine spray i'm not into that Although, um, what was that cleaner? The pine saw cleaner. Yeah, I was I was into that. Like you know, I, I, there was, <laughs> she's like, I, I'm off the floor before. I'm out, I'm off the floor there too. Was, I know what it's like. There was there was a point where you know you throw a little water, you dilute that bad boy, and it wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't mind, um, you know, I used to have a real tree growing up most of my life. So I like the smell of a real pine tree. So, you know, that's okay to me. When it comes to artificial pine, I'm not really into that unless it's some pine soil. Um, <laughs> mopping my floor. Um, but you didn't eat the I tree, mean, right? That was back in the every, day. Every year, they now didn't. I need some fabuloso. But I'm not gonna say that I'm about to sit here and cut up the tree now and then start boiling it and eating tree trips chips. Like I don't like how is that even possible? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who's doing it Now I might use the wood for yeah. a fire or something like that If I was okay. camping I might cook on the you know wood As the fire's burning But I don't know about eating the tree itself That's just right. weird to me like, I don't see the health benefits of these things I gotta look that up though Cause I don't, I don't know what's in Cause you know it's different It's different nutrients and different like tree, Like plants and shit um, but yeah, like I don't know nobody that really like this, like discover like, hey, let's go try these fucking pine trees, you know? Like that's the new the new thing. Like pine trees don't even seem cool to even touch. Like that shit, I don't know, man. Motherfuckers always well, want to shit. You got sap and stuff on it, so if you if you touch the base of it, then you got the sap. So I mean, you know, they could break it down. It could be a bunch of different things depending, because you know these cocos always they be you know holistic and all this extra shit, and so you know they come up with all these things that we don't know about. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why I said maybe are they taking the pine? Are they boiling it? Are they making it into a tea? You know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them doing that. Um, the the tree trunk does have sap that seeps out of it, so you know. But then I feel like once you cut that down, that's kind of dead because you need a live tree to extract sap out of it. Now I ain't no tree expert or whatever you call them. It sound like it because you broke that shit all the way to fuck down, <laughs> or, or whatever you call them, <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> you the tree expert. <laughs> A triologist or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name, triologist. <laughs> but you know, they be coming up with some shit that ain't nobody really, you know, done thought about. So who knows? You be, we, I mean, we just don't be on point. We got to figure out some new shit, man. It's always stuff changing, man. Always stuff changing. I you. I say this, well, I ain't gonna say it all the time, but I mean, I, I think I had a moment maybe a few months back that I had to like really realize like shit be different. I'm a little older, some shit I'm not really into, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, that, that was our Nat Geo uh, section of the show. Um, uh, Bria, triologist, she will be reporting. <laughs> Tune in next week for, for Breeze Trees. Right, Breeze Trees. <laughs> And that's a, that's a double well, entendre. I had, to, <clears throat> I had to give up one tree uh, temporarily to uh, learn about the other kind of trees. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to put it. Y'all ever watch How It Was Made? That like those uh type of shows and shit. No, that's a great no. show to watch like late night, not doing yeah, anything. That's like one of them Sunday shows when there's no sports on TV, and that's when I watch it and shit. Like the Sunday after the Super Bowl, when you're like, oh damn. No, it's still it's still basketball then. So true. Yeah, you gotta catch me like the summertime. It's not like yeah. 
I go on a marathon. I don't even know how to act. I'm gonna take a nap and all that. How it's made. <laughs> nah, how it's made. I've watched it several times. It, it sometimes it be some real unique shit. Mm-hmm. But you'll be amazed, like how you just get lost in the process of it. Yeah, it's for me. It's the craftsmanship. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely like I like watches. You know what I'm saying? So I'll. It'll be like, you know, some random person or whatever, one of the Caucasoids that go in the water and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I found this Rolex from 145 years ago. I'd be like, oh, okay, y'all different, but whatever. And they like restore the shit back, you know what I'm saying? So cool stuff, man. Cool what, stuff. Else, what else we got on the rundown? Um, newest trend. You know, we were talking about how some things that we may have uh, grown out of. Um, I never was really a jokester like that when it comes to certain things. I think like I, I joke and I say some slick shit and I keep it moving. Maybe that's the Taurus in me, but you know some of the kids in the generations are different. Um, Angela Bassett's son, Courtney, Angela Bassett and Courtney Van's son, he had to apologize recently because he was a part of a um, TikTok trend where um, people were basically going up and saying that you know certain celebrities passed away and they were trying to catch the reactions. And that was that was the thing. Like they didn't give a fuck because they want to get a reaction. And that's just generation as a whole. They always want to get a reaction out of something. But don't be out here ruining that that you know Angela Bassett that that fine black queen who done aged perfectly like a like a fine fine glass of, of wine. Don't be doing that out here and fucking up her legacy with your stupid shit. <laughs> Shout out to Courtney Vance. By the way, I fuck with Lovecraft Country. <laughs> <laughs> but also the bigger thing behind that trip is you playing with people's lives. Like you playing with people that are alive and well and are doing their thing and you really playing with their lives saying that something happened to them that really didn't happen to them. And they all here just minding their business. Mm-hmm. And people are ha ha and he heeing about, you know, somebody faking their death, which is 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 crazy to me. Yeah, that's that's just super weird of this generation to even think that would be funny. Um, you know, to play around with somebody like that, like it's nah. That's that's I guess, you know, it is this generation, but I, I think it's super whack. Well, I it's agree like with you, so so out of touch. You're so not in tune with, you know, like <laughs> they don't give a fuck about nothing, man. Nothing the value of life, mean. yeah. Nothing means nothing to them. You know what I mean? Like, we had some type of correlation between things, but then we don't want to sound like those old heads again. But listen, if y'all need some guidance, y'all come and holler at us, man. We're in multiple it's not, places. It's not, even like, it's not even like sounding like the old heads. It's just like, I, I guess I'm just a firm believer. Like, I never wish death on anybody because ain't no coming back from that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, no matter how much I dislike somebody, so to even joke like that, like, oh, I just, I'm going to say it just to see somebody's reaction. Why? Yeah. Yeah. it's like that with them with a lot of things like i said they don't really kind of have the same correlation or they don't really understand or maybe they just don't give a fuck and things that we care about that we think are important a lot of times you know they kind of want to like detach themselves from those things but it's like necessarily you can't do that you know what i mean the way society kind of set itself with with whatever you know what i'm saying who who, whatever groups you're a part of like you can't just kind of detach yourself from things and just say hey we're going to start a new like that's fine and that's a good way to kind of like think about things you know in a positivity type of way but you can't like just totally say hey these things aren't important and we're just going to go forward or whatever so shit is different man shit is different damn sure is man (laughs) um medical center 
around uh, on Christmas Day, they actually sent out um, thousands of thousands of texts, basically telling people they had uh, cancer, and it was wrong, accidental, accidental texts. Actually, they were sent out to people on Christmas Day saying that they had cancer. That's crazy as hell. Somebody need to have that is on that. a major fuck up. Who, who the fuck thought it was a good idea to send text with that type of information anyway? Right. It was in the United Kingdom. So, I mean, they probably a little bit different <laughs> with, with technology. But I can see motherfuckers being like that now. Like, so many so many things are so hands-off to where I can see somebody being like, yo, I went to the clinic and they told me I didn't have nothing. But they sent the text and they go in there like, look. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could understand it. I could understand the text, like, if I went in for, like, a physical and you just said, be like, oh, the blood work came back fine. Like, if it's positive news, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But if it's any type of negative news, I don't know if I want you just texting it to me. Like, that's, to me, yeah. that's super, that's super nonchalant for, for negative news. I just feel like you would violate some type of HIPAA laws, too. Right. Like, what, what if you don't even got the right number on file and you just texting? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Sanchez, just, uh, just to let you know that growth, it is cancer. Yes. Uh, like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. It could like be going said, to anybody. You put any number down on the, on, the, on the sheet, and they was like, nah, we just going to text and fuck it. Yeah. Like I said, if it was positive news, and you just say, hey, just let you know everybody, everything came back good, you know, I, I can I could kind of understand that. Like, it saves a phone call, and it, and it alleviates the anxiety of me waiting for a call. You were able to just text me, like, oh, everything is good. But if it's any type of negative news, I would think that you would want to get me on the phone. You know, you know, you think about something like somebody could have really hurt themselves if they got that news that they got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And then turn out you didn't even have it, but you already did it because you're thinking it's over. Right. And then during the holidays on top of that. So now you right. feel like you got to, <clears throat> you don't, now you don't want to go to your family member's house. Now you want to just stay home and wallow because mm-hmm. you don't even know what you're going to do. Or now, you know, you in a bad mood, but you like, hey, I'm going to go into my family's house and I'm going to tell them that I have cancer. I'm going to break the news to them. Yeah. And then it's like, well, sorry, that was a mistake. You really don't have it. It's like, what? Not a wild. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Don't be texting me. Don't be texting me a health update like it's a past due bill and shit. Hey, just to right. let you know. <laughs> just to let you know. You are FYI. past doing your payments. Right. <laughs> and this FYI, is all we taking, Mr. motherfucker. Right. Call us now for a payment arrangement. <laughs> like, call us when you're ready to set up chemo. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Don't text me no bullshit. It's going to be like that, though. It's going to be text like that, no motherfucking though. bullshit like that. Bree, you have another one. They're going to be like, yo, text me. You want to pull up? Watch. Watch. Nah, Watch. That's wild. Nah, if we, if we get to that point, that's definitely the end of day at that point. Bro, if, bro, if, if we get so disconnected where we can't even get on the phone to, to let a mother know, like, hey, we, we're scheduling you this day for a procedure, or we want to, you know, come in and do another ultrasound. If we that disconnected, then yeah, that's the end of fucking days at that point, bro. Yeah. Bree, how would you feel? Imagine that you got like that. Hey, your last ultrasound looked a little abnormal. Call us when you're ready to, to set up a follow-up appointment. <laughs> Bria fucking around to break her phone and shit. I am driving to the doctor's office. Like, I'm not even calling y'all because y'all gonna fuck up and y'all gonna have me waiting on hold or nobody's gonna pick up. 
And so now I don't have time for that. Now I have to pull up to the scene. Yeah. And you know what make it worse, right? Like you ever you ever gotten a voicemail and then when you call back, they're like, yo, let me see who it was that called you, because I don't I don't know who would have called you. Then it's that's what it's like, who texts you? Motherfucker, you y'all text me. I don't know that number. <laughs> yeah. You got a text from us. It's like, what yeah. you mean? Right. Yeah. And they're like, no, we know, but that's that isn't a number we recognize. Like, nah, that's see, yeah, 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 got me messed up right now. That's Somebody's odd. gonna was have to link? explain this. Was there right. a link included? <laughs> that's odd. No, motherfucker, you said I got cancer. It's not odd. I want to speak to somebody now. Yo, guys. Representative. Before before we before we uh get up out of here, um, can we talk about this TI stuff really quick? What happened? So all right, so some some uh I guess some audio resurface from the, the podcast about TI. He basically when he was younger, he said he told on his cousin who had died oh. to uh to yeah, get out of yeah. a you know out of mm-hmm. a, a charge that he yeah. was facing. And you know, a lot of people been getting at him. Now I seen it because he was supposed to be doing a project with Boosie, and now Boosie's not doing a project with him. So I don't, I didn't read whether or not that was the reason why they're no longer doing a project together. Um, but I just, I kind of wanted to, to to get y'all take on that because you know, obviously we've talked about several snitches in the past on the show that needed to be spoken about because they was just doing too much. But um. What, what was your thoughts on 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 Ti saying that? Do you guys feel like that snitching, or or what? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know because on one hand, like I heard his reasoning for it, and he said he already knew he was going to give him. You know, uh, it was like his cousin's name who had already passed away. And so it was kind of like a way for him to like serve the detectives on like, oh yeah, I get your name, that's it. Like whatever it is, it's from here. So I don't know, bro. Like I I don't know if we can call it snitching because it it was done with a plan already. Knowing like I'm not really snitching on anybody who who could get in trouble. I'm I'm snitching on somebody who already who's already dead. Yeah. So I guess it's I guess it's smart of him, but it, it makes you also wonder too, because a lot of these cats now be like. Or oh, it ain't snitching unless you got paperwork. And then when you hear him say something like that, be like, nah, actually, yeah, a lot of y'all could be snitching with no paperwork ever to surface. Right. So that I guess that's where I'm conflicted on it. Yeah, I think I feel the same. It's kind of like it's I'm kind of back and forth about it because it's like, you know, maybe he couldn't have said anything at all because what's the sense he had passed away? But then what harm does it do since he's you know passed on anyway so it's kind of like it's a toss-up for me yeah i mean it's just one of those situations where you know what i'm saying like they may have had a conversation we don't know that you know what i'm saying maybe they had a conversation saying hey yo if i pass away how, how did his cousin pass away i, I don't know yeah. he did he did kind of hint at that too, because he did kind of say like I had got my cousin's permission beforehand. Okay. So it's possible that you know what I'm saying his cousin might have been sick or something, or might have been dealing with something, and he kind of knew like yo, push come to shove, I can always just use his name to get myself out of a jam. Yeah, because because so if that's the case, and listen, if I'm passing away and, and we in that same situation, hell yeah, I'll take the L. Why not? 
You know what I'm saying? That's gonna give you a whole whole another chance or renewal for to figure out whatever. Like, I just think that's just kind of a different situation. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those kind of like asterisk situations where it's like, well, this happened, so okay, maybe we can kind of like you can't really get upset about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm kind of because I feel like for myself, you know, obviously I'm not in the streets, but if I was in the streets. And I knew something was gonna happen to me, like or like you had something or whatever, where you know you was gonna you wasn't gonna be around. I'm like, nigga, if you don't use my name and get the fuck up out of here, don't tie my legacy to no bulls. Like, don't I don't want to do nothing with any you, you you take you know doing something to women or children anything like that. Don't attach me to nothing like that. But if you, you, you broke know, into the sex sex store and stole mad dildo. Yeah, don't 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 attach me to that. But if you like if you if you robbed the bank or something. And I'm no longer here, and, and you like, you know what? Yeah, by, by all means, fuck it. What, like, how, how's it gonna affect me? I'm not gonna go to jail. I'm going. I'm in the grave. I don't give a fuck. Use my name. What that, what that nigga said in, in, in Bluff, nigga, fucking we ball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's why I say, like, it, it is smart. So, I, you know, I'm not mad at it. It just makes you wonder, too. Cause, like, even when you hear some of the shit that's going on with Thug, you know, some of these cats is, is taking certain plea deals, right? And they'll say, oh, I'm not snitching, even though we know, like, the kind of structure that plea deal is you kind of implicating your co-defendant. But yeah. ain't, ain't never going to be no paperwork on that because I took the plea deal. I didn't have to testify. I just took the plea. So it's kind of like the same thing in a little bit. It's almost like there's never going to be paperwork that showed I snitch, but I, I did snitch to get my name cleared. Yeah, exactly. Now, see, my, my whole thing with T.I. would be if he definitely spoke to his cousin beforehand and got the approval... Then I'm okay with it because it's like, yo, if y'all had a conversation and he was like, listen, bro, I ain't going to be here. Just say it. Just say I did it. It's all good. Don't even trip. Why you going to go to jail and I'm not going to be here anyway? Use my motherfucking name. You know, and that's it. Unless, unless you know, get, get on with your life. But make sure you fucking use this opportunity as the blessing that it is and don't fuck it up again. If you're going to use my fucking name. Right. Other than that, right. we're good. That's it. And that's it. That's it. It's time to go. Yes, sir. And that's it. We've been, you know, we've been shooting the shit, man. Shooting, shooting the, shit. the shit. We shooting the motherfucking shit, y'all. You know your folk be staying down on the road, man. Rolling all the way from Florida, MIA, on up to Duval, on up to Tennessee. A lot of the real niggas be showing love, but you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. All the dope boys be coming out, all the homegirls be showing love. But a lot of folk, man, they still be looking like they don't know who I'm in. Let me tell them who I'm in. Rubber band, man, wild as the Taliban. Hey, I don't talk behind a nigga back, I say it in his face I'm a thorough 